The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIK. Welcome back to Civil Diligence. Politics made simple for the everyday millennial and why you should give a damn. My name is Siobhan Sterling and I hope everybody is doing well on whatever day that you listen to this podcast. I'm doing mighty fine. I am sipping wine and doing fine. (laughs) That rhymes. But on a serious note, anybody who has an Aldi, did y'all know that they sold wine? I didn't know. I was thoroughly impressed with this $3 bottle of wine that I got from Aldi. It opened up a whole new life, and I've just been hooked on it ever since. Mm, just, mm, praise God. But yes, so y'all should check that out, by the way. I said, if y'all just want a little sippy sip, check that out. But on another note, I'd like to start my show off with disclaimers. Sorry, y'all. Bear with me on this one. So disclaimer number one, I curse. Two, the English language is my first language, but I still uh, mess it up. We will not see eye to eye, but that's okay. We can still be cool and in the kingdom. Four, I'm in the kingdom. That's my qualifications on speaking on today as a human being with basic human rights. And five, by the time you listen to this podcast, things may change. So, there you go. So, what I am here for this week is a couple of things. One, history in the primaries. Yes, there is history being made in these primaries and in this election period. And I know people are like, oh, history is being made like every day of every second. Yes, it is. However, I'm thoroughly interested in these primaries because people are actually making their voices heard and want things to change. They are being the change they want to see. One in particular is Rashida Talib. She secured the Michigan's 13th Congressional District and is set to become the first Muslim woman to be in Congress. She has done activist work throughout the city of Detroit, and now she has tossed her hat in the ring to run for political office. Her background led her to this direction, and it's pretty remarkable not being ashamed of who you are and that being being who you are is the thriving force of why you're trying to make a change and trying to make a difference in society being the change essentially that you want to see pulling on your pulling putting on your bootstraps and getting your hands dirty making your voice heard in a society that doesn't want your voice to be heard and I think that is pretty amazing that this woman is doing this because you don't see many Muslims being represented in political office when there are a lot of Muslims in the United States so it's good to see that diversity and it's not just Rashida that I'm here for black women are throwing their hat in the ring in politics as well 
Since the beginning of this country, black women were not seen as equal, much less human. And as a whole, women are underrepresented in office, but black women are immensely underrepresented in political office. So it's so good to see this new wave of politics coming and people stepping up and making their voices heard. It's a beautiful sight. I'm excited and looking at Georgia's governor race. Stacey Abrams is the Democratic nominee for Georgia. And if elected, she will be the nation's first African-American female governor. And that is interesting. It's interesting because we're in the deep south. Georgia, you have south, but you have the deep south. And Georgia is definitely one of the deep south states and to have a southern state that has been known to oppress people of color to silence their voices and for a state that has been ran for the most part by white conservative men to having a woman of color have a fighting chance at the sea is not only on face value important but it's in it's interesting to see how voter perception is changing especially especially in the south georgia is a state that had the trump vote in 2016 and it's actually the voters are actually hearing the issues of what stacy has to say is interesting for both both governor candidates it is a true reflection on how how disoriented the polarization is of the Trump era. The battle for Georgia at this point is what direction do you want the state to go to? Regardless of the outcome, this is a remarkable thing to witness and I cannot wait until November. I really cannot wait. Like the political nerd in me right now is kind of like, ooh, yes, like this is juicy drama to me. So I'm here for it. Another thing that I'm here for is the fact that a judge calling out Jeff Sessions and Kirsten Nielsen and about to put them in contempt of court, if they did not return this mother and daughter to the U.S. from El Salvador, I am here for it. I just want you all to know because that, my friends, was funny as hell to me. So in case you all don't know, to give you all a little background, U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan became aware that the two plaintiffs that were were being deported at the orders of Attorney General and Homeland Security. The issue is they are still in a lawsuit over the status of their asylum. Jeff Sessions wants to do away with one of the thing, well, two things that the asylum grants, which is domestic and gang violence being a reason to grant asylum. And for those who don't know, asylum is basically a person persecuted by his or her own country um, that needs protecting and could be protected by another sovereign authority. In other words... If shit's not right in your own country, you're trying to flee, another country can basically be Captain save a Got it? Cool. Well, Judge Sullivan wasn't having none of the nonsense and basically told all of they asses to bring 
those people back now. Damn it. He said not to motherfucking day. And guess what the hell Homeland Security did? They brought their asses back from El Salvador. That's what they did. And I just want to the reaction on Jeff Sessions' face when the news came across his desk. I bet fucking nigger came out at least once, once he heard that news. They thought they were slick. And they thought that this shit was a game. And it is clearly not. Judge Sullivan told they asked us today. What you thought was going to happen. Oh, I just find it funny. And I find it so ironic that people can appropriate cultures eat at their restaurants, indulge on $2 margaritas, bet on the sports that they play, but they just don't give a damn about the rights of the people. And Emma Sullivan did the ultimate fuck you, Jeff Sessions. And it was just, oh my God, it was amazing. Aside from, you know, his balls getting taken away every day by his boss on tweets, it's amazing to see another person of power pretty much you enforce that power to do what's right and to slap you around a few times and tell you what you will and will not do i just think that's so that's great to me and i also just think it's entertaining and funny so that's basically what i'm here for this week and um yeah tell me what you're here for this week you can email silver diligence at gmail.com so moving on I really want to let people know basically the purpose of why I started this podcast. It's kind of like a reprise of the first episode, but I really wanted to drive home a little bit on the purpose of the platform that I'm using. In the first episode, I basically said I really want to have a conversation I really want to get the people talking about issues that concerns them, about issues that really concern millennials, such as political issues. Yes, as convoluted as it may be, it's an important conversation to have. I wanted this platform to be laid back. I wanted this platform to be like a home spot for people to release and ask those questions. Get some of the answers that you've been wanting to have answered or at least put the question out there. I wanted to have an open space for millennials, especially black millennials who feel that there isn't hope in having an opinion about what's being done to them about what's going on politically like I don't care because what does it matter anyway nobody's going to hear my voice and I really wanted people to have a voice make their voices heard your opinion matters and this is why give you a voice in a world that tries to silence you and to have you have there's a little bit of faith and just knowing that, hey, somebody wants to listen to my opinion about what's happening in the world around me. Don't let anybody silence what you believe in. No matter 
where you fall on a political spectrum, whether or not what race you are, black, white, Mexican, Asian, indigo, whether you are bi, straight, gay, undecided, it doesn't matter. This is a space for you. So I said all this to lead into what brings me into the bulk of what I really want to talk about today. And I see and I'm starting to notice that there are a lot of protests happening across the country, all over the world. And, and it's in various forms, whether or not they are people speaking or people are having silent protests, nonverbal pro- protests like kneeling on a football field. I keep on seeing that as a reoccurring theme, especially in today's society. The latest one that sparked my interest was Big Mensa running with the Chicago Police Department at the Bud Billiken Parade on yesterday actually well technically it was on a saturday basically august 11th when this happened so vic mensa is a chicago rapper and the bud billiken day parade is one of the biggest back to school events in the city he was the grand marshal in the parade and once he concluded his duties he circled back around to where activists carrying a convict Jason Van Dyke banner and basically who Jason Van Dyke was is is the officer who shot and killed Laquan McDonald's back in 2014 basically the CPD was saying you're not supposed to be here go back to where you were came from type of deal Mensa was like so are you going to arrest me why can't I be here I'm exercising my rights whoa up the bam he wasn't arrested or anything like that. But this goes to a bigger question and a bigger issue. He wasn't doing anything wrong for establishing his First Amendment rights. And he was just trying to use his platform, use his due civic, his basic civic duty to bring light on social justice that needs to be had. Are only certain people allowed to bring a light on social justice? Now we establish in the first episode that the court has put restrictions on when, where, and how you can display your basic First Amendment rights. But when is it a bad thing to put a light on awareness on a reoccurring issue? Do we stop to think about the why? We are so focused on what they're doing, on the action of the protest, that we don't actually have the conversation of why are they protesting? Ever think of that? With the NFL kneeling during the national anthem. Look, I don't blame them from using their platform on bringing awareness on police brutality because, hell, nobody else is giving a damn. So you, I'm going to use my platform because I have influence in the world to bring it to the attention. Why stand for a national anthem for a nation that doesn't give a damn about me whether I live or die? That is the message being displayed across that and people do not care now I get it that people don't want to bring in politics and sports but think about it this way those players can't turn off being black those players can't turn off being Muslim 
those players can't turn off being gay. They're that 24 seven. And for somebody to say, well, don't bring that here. I'm sorry, I can't. It's a part of me. So for the president to say, oh, suspend these players, or for the police to want to shoot or disrupt people protesting in their own fashion. They're not bothering anybody. They're not trying to be violent. Well, the peaceful ones anyway. They're not trying to do X, Y, Z. They're really just trying to, one, bring awareness to the issue and keep it moving. That's all they're trying to do. And for people to allow that to silence their First Amendment rights, it's kind of like, well, hell, what's the purpose of the freedom of speech? Or does it only apply to certain people and certain individuals? White nationalists can have their little white nationalist, white privilege party and protest and not get any consequences due to that. The worst that they get, there are bad people on both sides of the coin from the president. They can have that stuff. But as soon as somebody said that they're being oppressed or my basic human rights are being obstructed, are not given to me, that is a problem. And people try to silence that. So what do we do? Do we stop? Because our own president don't give a damn. His rights are being obstructed. Although he thinks they are, but it's not the case. He can communicate the countries being the shitholes. He can talk about bad hombres all they want. But when somebody wants to kneel or protest, that's seen as, oh, you're doing too much. Oh, that's not correct. Oh, you should protest in a different way. Oh, if you protest, you're going to be suspended or you're going to lose your job type of deal. And nobody can answer what's the better way to protest. Have anybody noticed that? Because you don't want to see people protest at all. And you know what, young people? I say use your platform. Make your voices heard. If you want to talk about free the whales, save planet Earth, whether you are for abortion, against abortion, or whatever, make your voices heard. This is the time to do so. People are not always going to agree with what you say. And it's usually when people don't agree with what you say. They don't want to hear it. They try to oppress it and they try to silence you. But don't let that stop you from having a voice in today's society. Because guess what? We are the people that can make a difference and make a change. Like I said, this is our time to do so now. And don't let anybody tell you differently. Remember, it was young people who started the most famous movements in America's history that made changes, that want, that made lawmakers think twice about their actions, that made courts change their decisions on how they ruled for years. Some of the biggest movements such as civil rights, gay rights, and women's rights, etc., were thriving because of the young people who were actively becoming a part in these movements. So don't say that you don't have a voice. Don't say and don't let somebody turn you away from what is right and how you feel and believe. Because let me just say this, and I'm sorry if I'm harping and I'm sorry if I'm preaching on y'all today. 
But some things just have to be said. If only three people listen to this shit, then fine. At least three people got something out of it. That's all I want y'all to know is to get something out of this. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, history isn't made by staying silent and staying complacent with how things work. People make history by saying, fuck you, this shit is wrong, I'm going to make a change, and not giving a fuck what the next person think or says. These issues that are happening on today are conversations that need to be had. You need to tell your story, you need to tell your grief. Because if you won't, nobody else will. And nobody can tell your story the way that you can tell your own story. So I'll pose the question again. Is freedom of speech really free? Is Does it apply to everybody? Are you silenced personally? Do you feel afraid to speak your piece? Let me know. You can email civildiligence at gmail.com or you can follow Civil Diligence on Instagram. You can also follow me on social media platforms. I do not have a Twitter and probably never will get one. But you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and what else do I have? Oh, yeah, I have um Snapchat. So with that being said, I'm going to take a sip on that. Enjoy this $3 wine. I hope that you all are doing great and in the kingdom. And until next time. Oh, you can also listen to Silver Diligence on SoundCloud and iTunes. And with that, I will see y'all later. Bye, friends. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Hate supplements are found right in their couches. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Shout out to them people.